0: All right. Hey, it's Tito here with the Buckeye Blitz. Thanks so much for tuning in. Follow me on the X. at It Happens. This is on Fantasy Sports, powered by DSP Media. Uh, You can go to the website, FancySports.com. Check us out there. Also, download the app. Fantasy Sports app available on Apple and Android. Go check that out as well. Round the clock sports programming. Lots of great shows. The Scott Hamilton show is one of the new ones we've added. It's fantastic. Scott's got great insight on the SEC, ACC, college football in general. Go check him out. But again, Download the app. It's on Apple and Android, both the FanStream sports app. Also, go to the Facebook page, FanStream 3 sports Facebook group, Facebook group, and uh, interact with some of the hosts and some of the other fans of other shows. Again, thanks so much for tuning in. We are now well into the college football season. Ohio State's got a game coming up on Saturday against Western Kentucky. And the Hilltoppers, we'll talk about that in just a minute. But let recap little. Ohio State against Youngstown State. The Buckeyes jumped out to a big lead. Marvin Harrison Jr. got involved. Ohio State really utilized their wide receivers. Emphasize the passing game early on. I think there were like 16 total carries by the running back group. But Ohio State's got a huge running back room when you got guys like Travion Henderson, Lyon Williams, you've got Evan Fryer in there, you've got Dallin Hayden, you know, uh, a train of Chip Train another one. They've got so many great backs in the mix for Ohio State in the backfield. And the Buckeyes did not go to the running backs very often they utilize the passing game i'm not surprised by that at all they needed to work on kyle mccord's confidence work on opening things up with the offense they certainly did that harrison caught a couple of touchdown passes early on ended up a monster game the mecca was good again and so that's what they were going to do i was not at all concerned about how they were going to split it up i figured ohio state would pass the ball quite a bit in this game at least in the first half and give McCord an opportunity to Kind of uh, expand his wings a little bit and utilize the weapons they have on on the offensive side of the ball. So far as passing game goes, so did not surprise me at all. That's what they did. Devin Brown got a lot of meaningful snaps. Um, Ohio State got the win. It looked ten points in two games now, and I don't care what you want to say about all the defense gave up this or whatever. Look, ten points in two games against any teams in college football with how they um, they slant towards having teams score there is more offense now in college football than there's ever been as far as scoring goes yardage goes so if you can hold two teams to a total of 10 points in two games regardless of who it is and one of them by the way was a power five school in the conference on the road in Indiana so I'm okay with where the defense is at Um, I'd like to see turnovers created like to see more stats yes I would love to see all of those things but I'm okay with where the defense is the offense Certainly needs some more work still. The offensive line had some missteps here and there. By and large though, it it, it, it was an exhibition game against Youngstown State. Western Kentucky will be a little bit of a different beast. Before we get into the Western Kentucky game though, let's talk about Ryan Day's press conference. And Ryan Day announced that Kyle McCord is the starter for the rest of the year. Now, you hear that and you think, okay, great, they've named the starter. Yeah, but nonetheless, look, if Kyle McCord has a bad game against Western Kentucky, he won't be the starter. So he can say he's the starter the rest of the season. No one's the starter for the rest of the season, guaranteed. Because if they play poorly for a couple of games, you'll see guys get moved around. He could say, you know, he could say that uh, Jack Sawyer—he's our starter no matter what the rest of the year. If Sawyer goes to crap for a few games, they will bring somebody else in. So I understand why he did it. You have to say it, and you have to go and give somebody that mantle, that role of you're the starter, you're the guy going forward. But we all know that a couple of bad games could certainly put McCord on the bench and bring Devin Brown in. Now, Devin Brown didn't show me a lot. He has a lot of work to do still. Who knows, you know, how things are going to look next year in the Ohio State quarterback room. But uh, the fact that I, I think that they had to come out and say this guy, whoever it is, is the starter going forward. It could change. Everything could change on these things. Now, Ohio State goes in this game against Western Kentucky. The Buckeyes, they keep sliding down a little bit in the polls, sliding down a little bit in the eyes of the voters. and. I understand why. The Indiana game was not an impressive win. The Young South State game had its moments, but was not an overly dominant win. When you see things like Oregon's going 81 in a game, or Oklahoma 70 something in a game, whatever it is, uh Penn State, whatever number they put up, when you see those kind of scores, you start thinking, okay, those teams must be better because they are dominating the teams in a different way. It's a different journey for every single team in ohio state although yes i would have loved to have seen ohio state cover against indiana i would have loved to see them put up 60 on youngstown state didn't happen but if you looked at the differences from ohio state's indiana game to the youngstown state game the changes they made in their offense the improvements they made in their offense you have to be impressed with that now if you think about that and say if ohio state improves that much from indiana youngstown state if they improve that much from Youngstown State to Western Kentucky, what will that mean for this team? So that's where you have to put, I, I put the faith in Ryan Day and the coaching staff, and I think they'll be just fine. Western Kentucky now. Let's talk about that matchup. The Hilltoppers have got a, um, they are a, a strong offensive team. They've got veteran quarterback play that puts up a lot of yards, a lot of points. They've scored 93 points in two games so far. And so, I think you know, I think Western Kentucky will have success moving the ball against Ohio State. I'm not saying they're going to compete with Ohio State, I still think Ohio State wins. Western Kentucky's defense is not anything that's outstanding. I think the Buckeyes will move the ball on them. You will see a more balanced attack, I believe, now that we've established Kyle McCord as the starter. I think you will see more of a balanced attack from Ohio State, more carries, Travion Henderson, Mayan Williams, uh, Dallin Hayden. Um, certainly chip trade and maybe even prior in some way, shape, or form, but I think you'll see Ohio State having more balanced attack. Ohio State is still adapting to these new clock rules. I told you before, Ohio State and Indiana, the Buckeyes had 10 offensive possessions against Indiana, whereas they normally would have 15 to 18 last year. They are still adjusting to this. I think the Buckeyes will have a better flow offensively. I think, like I said, the running game will certainly be better. I think you'll still see Kyle McCord now has more confidence, even though, look, I'm telling you, He's two bad games away from being benched. I don't think he should worry about that. That's the the reality of the situation, though. Um, The spread in this game, uh, according to my buddy Brian, is 29 and a half points. And uh, we both like Ohio State to cover that one and and think they should be able to cover that against Western Kentucky. We'll find that out at the 4 o'clock Eastern kick. Buckeyes hosting that game. I love the fact they're at home again. The schedule is setting up nicely for Ohio State. A tough road Big Ten game to start off. Indiana, I know. They're not some kind of juggernaut. Nonetheless, it's a conference road game to start the season. Youngstown State, Western Kentucky is better than Youngstown State, so it's a tougher matchup this week coming up before they get into the Notre Dame game, which will be a whole other situation. So I look for Ohio State this week. I think they're going to cover against Western Kentucky. I think we'll see probably a 35-40 to point win for Ohio State in this game. Um, Playing at home and playing with the confidence they have coming off the Youngstown State game. Marvin Harris, another big game. They will rely on their running backs uh, quite a bit in this game, I think, as well. Uh, But watch around the Big Ten for the other games. Penn State taking on Illinois on the road in Champaign. Uh, Brett Vilema certainly knows how to coach in the Big Ten. Illinois has not looked great. They were lucky to beat Toledo um and so they're one and one going into the penn state game penn state on the road that will be a big game for uh the nittany lions to see what they can do they're i think a 14 and a half point or 14 point favorite at illinois in this one that'll be significant to watch for that one i'll uh, see what uh some of the other schools do in the big 10 michigan's got a cupcake game so that won't matter too much but keep an eye on all that follow me on on the x at that happens again go to the fantasy sports app apple android download it like Listen, subscribe, share, tell your friends about it. There's a great comedian one time who said, you know, if if you like me, tell your friends about me. If your friends don't like me, find new friends. Do that and follow all of our shows we have on the Fantasy Sports app. Can't wait to talk to you after the Ohio State victory over the Hilltoppers. We'll do that again. I'm off to Vegas, but I'm still going to come back and talk to you after the game. We'll do all that. Again, follow us on Fantasy Sports. Follow the app. Get the app and go to FantasySports.com. We'll talk to you soon.